Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. Well, you know, you've been hearing so much in the media today about the gut and your intestines and your immune system and probiotics and how does that all tune together and go together so that you can have really good immune system health from your gut. My guest today, fan favorite, Dr. Felicia Stoller. She's America's health and wellness expert. Welcome to the show, Dr. Stoller. So tell us about probiotics. Thank you, and um, that's your new trademark, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, probiotics. Tell us a little bit about prebiotics and probiotics. Give us a little physiology lesson of how they even help our gut. So when you think about probiotics and prebiotics and everything in between, um, you know, what's interesting is, you know, biotic means life, right? So a pre-life, pro-life, good life, right, to promote life. You know, antibiotics, anti-life, we think about antibiotics all the time. They kill germs, but prebiotics and probiotics, what they do is they help to promote what we call like good germs in our body. We often think that we don't have them, but we do, and they live in our intestines, and they serve a number of purposes, but most importantly, they're really helpful with digestion. And so, you know, when a baby is born, their GI tract is completely clear of any kind of bacteria. We have no gut bacteria whatsoever because when we're in utero, we are getting nutrients from our blood from our moms, right, from the umbilical cord. So really when babies start to eat, that is when they are first developing this gut flora, as we like to refer to it. So some people have better gut flora than others, and whether it be due to disease or if you take medication or you don't eat right or you don't go to the bathroom enough, you know, all of these things, sometimes medication, prescription medications, not just antibiotics, but the prescription medications impact our gut flora, and that impacts our immune system, and that impacts how we feel, and it impacts our ability to absorb nutrients. So it's really important that we have adequate levels of, you know, pre and probiotics. So it's not just about supplements. There are foods that people have been eating for, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of years that have provided that to us. So people hear probiotics, they hear bacteria. And as you say, we think of antibacteria, you know, antibiotics. So these are good bacteria. They're not going to hurt us. When we get probiotics, whether supplementing or from foods, you know, some kinds of fermented foods, and you'll talk about those, are they live and can they make things worse? Or are these always good bacteria? They're always good bacteria. They are live, right? But they are good. So let's think about an easy one that people can people um, can relate to: lactobacillus, right? The easy thing to remember: it's part of lactose, right? It's got that LAC in it. LAC, yes. So you know what that's found in? It's found in milk. It's found in yogurt, right? And so what that does, and for people, especially people that have. Um, that are uh, lactose intolerant, when they have yogurt that has pre and probiotics in them, it helps them to break down the lactose that's in or the milk sugar that's in the yogurt so that they don't have difficulty absorbing it because that's a problem. They lack the enzyme lactase. So therefore, the lactobacillus that is found naturally, but I believe that they usually add a little extra to the yogurt when they make it, um, helps it to... um, you know, absorb the nutrients in there. 
So are we getting enough if we eat yogurt? If we eat a yogurt every day, a good Greek yogurt, not one of the ones with weird colors and dyes and little, you know, <laughs> fruity things in them, well, but a good Greek you know, yogurt, are we getting enough? I, you know, I think it's really hard to measure what is adequate. I, I think that's fair. I don't know if there's any documentation, and I think it depends on who you speak to, and I think it depends on what in the individuals' needs are, like somebody that maybe has, you know, uh, issues with diarrhea, for example, um, you know, because they may have GI issues, they might have like IBS or something like that. They may need a little bit more than, you know, maybe somebody like myself or yourself. So it can be challenging to, you know, really tease out like who needs what in so terms of volume, what else in, ter- can in we... terms of quantifying it. So other areas where people get it. So think about uh, different cultures around the world and some of the typical foods that they've been eating. So in in, your, in Eastern Europe and in Russia, people have been eating fermented and pickled food, and even in, and when you think about Asia, the entire Asian continent, you think about um, China, Japan, Korea. You look at um, a lot of places, and you know, again, I use the term Asia to refer, refer to the continent. Uh, kimchi, right? Um, things like uh, other like other fermented. That you can buy other fermented vegetables, but the thing we think about a lot here is sauerkraut. Love that's sauerkraut. Popular, I love. That's a very popular form of fermented. Especially know, after today, people have made their corned beef and cabbage, and then when it's left over, you make Rubens with it, and that's so you right. put plenty of sauerkraut on there. Okay, so we can find it in sauerkraut miso, yogurt. So yes. if we eat these foods, we're getting it. Now, what about supplements? So and do we take the ones that are liquid? Because Dr. Stoller, I've given my kids when they were littler and, you know, having some digestive issues, I gave them the liquid and I called it bugs. Here you guys go. Here's your bugs. And then there's chewables, right. you know, and then there's tablets. Does that matter how you ingest them? No, it really doesn't. And you know what's interesting? You were talking about the bugs. Like they, they. Saw, I've seen them in some markets where they're liquids in like what looks like a little yogurt shake, where they have them. I've seen them in chocolate bars. I mean, I've seen them in little squares that look like cal- like the you know the calcium chews that are probiotic chews. There's a brand up for, which they taste like. Um, they taste like chocolate. I've you know I've used those with my kids and for my I just take the ones for myself too that I have for the kids. Um, but yeah, I mean there's all different forms of getting them if you want to take them as supplements. A lot of times when people have antibiotics, uh, antibiotics and they know that they end up getting yeast infections, for example, secondary infections, doctors will recommend that people, in addition to having yogurt, will consume some extra probiotics as well. So that's because a good point that you're making. You lose, I'm sorry. No, that's a good point that you're making. So a good time also, which, of course, you can discuss with your doctor, but a good time also to really make sure you're getting your probiotics is when you have a yeast infection, people might think it's just the opposite. Now, what if your doctor puts you on antibiotics for a sinus infection or something else, you know, a urinary tract infection, and you're on antibiotics? Can you still take probiotics? Will that counter the effect of the antibiotic? Well, what it does is it helps to restore what the antibiotic is potentially wiping out. So, yes, it is there. I was just going to say that you should be taking that, you know, I almost want to say prophylactically, but it's really taking them um, in, in a synergistic way because the good bacteria that is coming in in the probiotics is going to help to restore what is being wiped out. And that's what I wanted to explain, too, is that what happens is that um, it, it will wipe out you know, the bad, you know, it's going to wipe out everything. It doesn't differentiate the good and the bad. You want the bad wiped out, but then you need to bring more, you know, of the good bugs in to restore the gut flora there as well. 
so important that you're replacing it because if it's all wiped out, then you're going to have difficulties with absorption. So you have about a minute, minute and a half left, Dr. Stoller. So wrap up and kind of put it into a nice, neat little package for us. Probiotics and our gut health and the real importance of them, why they're helping our gut and why we should all be taking probiotics. So the reason why we should be taking probiotics is to help keep our gut working in a healthful manner, not just for immune function, but to help with the absorption and the and and you know the digestion of nutrients from the foods that we take in, and it helps to maintain you know um, help the health of our intestinal tract. And whether it be from food or whether it be from supplements, it is an integral and important part of one's diet in order to maintain overall you know wellness and health. And, you know, it's just, I can't say enough about it. I encourage people to get from food first and from supplements second. Okay, so from food first and supplements second, yogurt, miso, sauerkraut, tempeh. She's mentioned a few things that you can get it from. So look around, see where probiotics are. Make sure you're getting them if you have a yeast infection or you're on antibiotics because they really can improve your overall health, not just the health of your intestines and your gut, but really help build up your immune system. You're listening to Radio MD. The show is Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine. This is Melanie Cole, thanks so much for listening and stay well. 